Welcome y bienvenidos to About Consent, the podcast that sparks conversations about creating consent culture, boundary repair, sexual empowerment, orgasm equality, and raising a new sexually conscious and consent-empowered generation. This is a safe, shame-free, judgment-free zone where both survivors and those who support survivors are welcome. I'm your host, Rosalia Rivera. Have you ever felt like you had a very stressful day or a very triggering event and you felt like all of that energy and tension was just stored in you and it had accumulated maybe even over days or weeks and you just couldn't seem to release it or get rid of it in any other way. Maybe you tried exercising, maybe you tried breathing, maybe you tried a bunch of different things and nothing helped. But did you ever try tapping? (laughs) Yes, tapping. Tapping is the name of this modality that has been developed over time and I won't explain right now what it is because I have two guests who are going to talk about it in depth. But tapping is something that I discovered a few years ago and have slowly made my way into applying it and found how powerful of a tool it can be for helping with triggers and stress. And so I felt that it was only responsible to share with you two amazing practitioners of this modality to give you some more perspective and information on what it is and why you should give it a try. So I'm really excited to have Pam Covarrubias with me today along with Maria Elena who are going to be sharing what it is, why they use it, why we use it, and how you can get started with the practice. So without further ado, here is my interview with these two amazing practitioners Let's dive in. I'm so excited. Um, estoy como, I don't know, like I have goosebumps because I've been so excited about this call with Maria Elena and Pam to uh, dive into this conversation about what EFT is, what, uh, how we can use it, and all of the wonderful things that have come out in their own experiences, as well as mine. I'll share some of mine. Um, But ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. This is the first time that I'm doing a three-person, you know, podcast interview. And Pam, this is your second time on the show. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I'm so excited and honored to share space with both of you. Super fun. Yeah, same. I'm really excited to be here and happy to share space with Pam again and also with you, Rosalia. So I'm going to just start with sharing a little bit about my experience with it, because I would love to hear how both of you stepped into um, EFT. Um, But I'm going to preface it with the fact that I'm not an expert at all, um, which is why I brought the two of you on. And my own experience with it actually started about I would say maybe six years ago, and I never really took it seriously in the beginning. It kind of quite honestly seemed weird to me when I saw other people doing it. I had a friend who was really into it, and she always said, you know, I have all these great results from it. 
but it just looked really weird. And I, I really didn't believe it. I was like, I think it's just voodoo. Like it does not, you know, look normal to me. So I really dismissed it for a long time. And then I went to a hypnotherapist who was so like, it was such a powerful um, session with her. And I, you know, let down my guard and I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to start, stop feeling like I'm being silly and just try it. And I had this like really breakthrough experience that made me realize how powerful it was. And, and to be honest, I still didn't practice it regularly. Like when I would get a triggering experience, um, you know, with maybe parenting or just a flashback or something like that, I would not go to it first because it just wasn't like a practice yet. Um, but then I really finally did, like every time I would see my therapist, she was like, have you tried it? Did you try it? Like, are you using this tool? And I finally started doing it and it has been amazing. And then I, you know, realized that I have people in my community who are practicing this and teaching it. And I had to bring you two on to explain what it is because a lot of people are still unfamiliar with it. So I want to start by asking uh, Maria Elena, can you explain what EFT is, or it's also known as tapping, I guess, but can you explain what it is for those who don't know what we're talking about yet? Sure. And so EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. And some like to call it, I don't know, psychological acupressure. Um, but it really, what it is, it's a powerful self-healing tool that's literally at your fingertips. And so what you do is you use your fingertips to tap on certain meridian points, as it's called in traditional Chinese medicine, or energy points, um, while bringing up that thing, that charge that's no longer serving you so that you can clear it. So it's rooted in traditional Chinese medicine, and that's why the link back to acupuncture and acupressure, because it's using those same meridian points and energy points that are used in acupuncture and acupressure. And so you're tuning in to that trigger, to that charge, to that emotion. And by tuning into it and tapping on these points, you clear, um, you clear the blocks, you reset, you know, your mind, body, um, the mind, body channel around it, around that particular trigger or thing. Yeah, and, and I love that explanation too, because uh, I think people can relate to acupuncture, right? They, that's a lot more, I guess, mainstream nowadays, they understand what it is. But um, that was really what helped me understand where the power in it was, is that there is science behind it. There is, um, you know, the fact that trauma is stored in the body, it's such a powerful way to help release that energy, like you said. Um, Pam, you have, uh, you know, I when I worked with you, I started working with you um, for your program about two years ago now. I can't believe it's yeah. been two years. And um, you were just at the point where you were getting certified, I think. Maybe I'm wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. But I remember that you had talked about using it. And I think it was at that point, too, where I was like, hey, somebody else mentioned this to me um, as well. And then you were talking about it and how it was helping you. So what what started you on your journey of using it? and becoming um, someone who can also help others use it as well. Yeah, I, I'm a recovering procrastinator, as everyone knows. <laughs> and so I, it all started in college because when my teacher called me out and said, the work that you submitted is great, but had you put the time, it would be awesome. 
then I realized I had a challenge within mm. me that it wasn't that I really worked better under pressure, which I do, but it was literally that I was self-sabotaging. And so that's when I started searching for tools for anything that could help me with this. What I had discovered was procrastination and I found tapping like over a decade ago and I realized that it worked it was weird like you mentioned in the beginning I always tell people like this is gonna feel strange because it's so I don't want to say unfamiliar because it actually we tap constantly humans we naturally do it we just don't realize it but when you do it in this like systematic way it, that's when it feels weird so I found it back then and it blew my mind. I have friends from college still that they talk about how I was so excited and I was teaching them how to tap and all the things. And then just like life happens, I kind of forgot about it. And I went through this deep depression and toxic relationship and all the things and, and kind of derailed myself from, from taking care of me and kind of forgot about it. So fast forward, I started using it again and then I had an opportunity to get trained and it was serendipitous. It was, I was not looking for it. I wasn't, it just appeared to me literally. And the training was here in San Diego and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. This is the time. And I literally found the training like the day before it was closing or something like crazy like that. And so I, started like once I went through that training I realized that not only does it help me but I can also help others with it and if it changed it made such profound changes back then in me and currently then like sharing is caring so it made me so <laughs> passionate about sharing it and spreading it and telling everyone about it mm-hmm. yes I love it and it sounds like the universe was like pointing you in the direction again and you listened, which I love. I, I love when people listen to their intuition. That's the universe speaking to us, right? So that's yes. fantastic. What about you, Maria Elena? How did you step into this work? It's a similar story to Pam, actually. Um, but I came across tapping, I want to say now it's like four or five years. I can't remember at this point, but it was after a period of like really constant stress in my life. My father had passed. My daughter was only like six months. I was burnt out at work. My marriage was falling apart. Like we were literally separated and living in the same house. And my father-in-law was sick. Like it was like literally one life stressor after another. And mm. I just felt like I was just constantly getting knocked down, constantly getting knocked down. And while, you know, as a highly and overly functioning person, keeping things together, right? On the outside, I was still, you know, parenting, doing all the things still going to work, excelling at work, getting promoted while all these things were going on. But I found myself numb. I found myself so completely numb. I was going to therapy. I was doing all the things that, you know, I'm told that I should be doing to take care of myself. And yet one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to focus on my soul work because I know that this is not what I want to be doing anymore. And back then I was working at reproductive justice organizations doing advocacy work. I said, you know, I know that this is like a chapter that's soon to be closing and I need to figure out what it is that I want to do. So I hired a life coach and in my first session with her, I just started bawling. Like I started crying and she's like, what's going on? And I said, 
I just have all this resentment towards my husband and I have this and I have that. And she was like, okay, <laughs> we need to clear all this emotional stuff. Like we need to really like clear all of this if you're really going to tap into what is your soul work and what is your soul, you know, your the purpose, your purpose here. And she asked me if I knew about EFT tapping. And as, uh, you know, I am an LMSW, so I have a background in social work. For me, I had never heard of it. I thought EMDR when she said that. And then I said, is that the I thing? And she was like, no, no, that's EMDR. <laughs> this is EFT. And so she taught me to tap in that first session. And for the first time in years, I actually felt connected back to my body mm. and also just started feeling um, like I was releasing all this anger, all this resentment, all these feelings that I had. And it just started like melting away so quickly that I was like in shock. I was like, no, mm -hmm. this can't, this can't be it. This can't be it. And she's like, no, it's really powerful. And I was like, well, why don't other people know about this? And this is like, I'm like, I could do this for myself. Communities could do this for themselves. Why don't people know about this? And I started asking my friends, I'm like, have you ever heard of tapping? And like a couple of friends were like, oh, actually my therapist taught me to tap with me. I'm like, that's amazing. You know, I've never heard of this thing. And so I just followed my curiosity. I became obsessed with it. Like I was literally tapping every night when I would come home from work. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home and tap on this and tap on that because it just made me feel so connected back into mm. my body again and also was helping me to clear up a lot of things in a way that years of therapy didn't, you know, for me. So I was like so excited. I was like, okay, I'm going to get trained. And the training for me was really about like, I just want to get trained so I could get more information because I want to like, I'm that person that if something is like piques my curiosity, I go all in on that thing. Um, and then I decide like, what am I doing with that? But mm. as I kept training and doing all the things, I was like, oh, I really want to get certified now as a practitioner. I'm going to continue on with this. I really enjoy it. I want to bring this to, you know, BIPOC communities. Like I want to bring this to our communities. Like, why don't people know about this? So that's been my journey with tapping. And since then been tapping, you know, for myself and supporting others also through tapping. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that it's similar in, in, I think where Pam and you and I all, when we finally discovered it, it was just like mind blowing that this was so powerful. And like, why isn't, why aren't doctors talking about this? You know, like I said, I think because of the fact that it really is science-based. There are these points in our body. And when we think about trauma, it is stored in our body. I think this is why uh, somatic practices are gaining so much traction now too, because we realize that trauma doesn't just exist in our brain and what happened in the memory, but it's also in our bodies. And then the way that we relive it and how those things are wired and how this can actually help us to release so much of that in steps and to be able to work through it like regularly. Like it's not just this one thing that you do and then you put it away, but a practice that you can keep going back to, to support you in, in your healing journey. Right. And this is one of the things that I always talk about with the members of my programs or, or, um, you know, the, the membership that I have is this is a really great tool for when you are teaching something to your kid and suddenly you get triggered or they say something to you and it triggers you. And you can use this tool to really help kind of bring you back. And like you said, back to your body and, and just be able to, uh, I guess, regulate, right? I don't know if that's the correct term, but I, I feel like my, 
my body becomes regulated again and I have the ability to like breathe. Um, and for someone who has a lot of anxiety, which I finally have come to recognize that I live with regularly, um, th this just has been so, so game changing. Now, you both have had your own experiences with trauma and you have both you know, said that you found this to be really powerful. Pam, can you share about how this has helped you with your own um, history and how it's helping you to heal and any anything else that you'd like to share about it? I would love to know. Totally. Yeah. I. So first I wanted to comment on the regulation comment that you did. It's exactly that. Hmm. And when I people ask me about tapping and like, how does it work? What I have been telling people that kind of makes sense for them is basically when we tap, what we are doing is we're allowing our body to get into a neutral space because our nervous system has been turned on because of trauma, because of what's happening in the world, because of daily life and being in front of computers all day, working from home, all the things you like insert whatever fits then when we tap it allows our nervous system to get into a neutral space so you your body can be regulated and can self-heal because our bodies are meant are designed to heal I mean when we get a paper cut it hurts a little bit and then it closes because that's what the body is supposed to do so humans have lived in under high levels of stress for a long time that our bodies have taken all the energy and all of the like basically the calories to go stay in fight or flight or freeze mode instead of really using that energy to self-heal so when we tap we do regulate so that mm. we can self-heal so back to the question for me um oh my gosh so many things what tapping has allowed me to do has been, I mean, it's, it's just, so this is, this is a deep question. <laughs> For example, I, I'll share um, a two hour tapping session that I did with a practitioner because as a practitioner, I work with practitioners all the time because, mm. hey, we got, we all got things. So one session that I did it was it was like it was more than two hours actually I came in I started working on my feelings of not being safe because mm. of not being able to use my voice that's that's where it started and which surprisingly I have you know a podcast and I public speak and I do all the things yet I had this feeling of not being safe in places and spaces specifically with men and it was just just like I just have this feeling so let's work on it so from there we were able to uncover that my feeling of not being not feeling safe was rooted in my sexual assault and my abuse that happened as a child and so we were able to almost like trace back the belief that was created in my brain to not feel safe and the the really beautiful thing about tapping is that you can collapse those moments in a in a much more I mean faster way like Marielena mentioned she had done talk therapy for a long time and when you get into tapping it's like boom you can mm -hmm. literally 
find the thing and then collapse it. And it's gentle as well because it's not like there are techniques in, in clinical EFT and tapping that, that you don't have to relive the moment to be able to collapse it. Right. Which to me is so important because specifically when it comes to sexual trauma, you don't want to relive that stuff. Mm -hmm. And what tapping has allowed me to do is to, to face, to go into the shadow and face it and not have to relive it and still gently remove it from my story. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've, I've experienced that firsthand. So I know exactly what you mean because there's moments where, you know, what you're, what you're trying to avoid actually makes you freak out more. And this is a very gentle way of, um, it's, it's almost like it feels, um, like you said, it actually feels safe. Like you have, you're in control, but without necessarily being like a control freak, which I am. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, you have the ability to really, um, manage what you're experiencing and release it. Like you actually feel the release, which is like so crazy to me. So in terms of, um, you know, when you, like, I love the fact that you're talking about how talk therapy, you know, it has been helpful. I believe that there are multiple pathways to healing and you can use combinations of things. You know, if, if talk therapy is something that you do feel is helping, but it's not doing like everything that you wanted to do, adding something like this is definitely, I think, helpful and wouldn't, you know, I don't want to say don't uh, combine them or combine them, but I feel like it's a safe modality that wouldn't interfere. Totally. I have a yeah. lot of clients that have therapists. I mean, in fact, 90% of my clients who come to me for tapping, they have therapists. I, you know, even though when I started tapping, I still continued going to therapy and I actually used it um, really nicely as a compliment to the talk therapy. Mm -hmm. And even now I still have a therapist and how I use it is that I use therapy sometimes to really uncover, right. And, and delve into some things and, and have some aha moments. And then I'm like, ah, okay, there's an event it. tied to that. And I'm gonna <laughs> tap on that when I get home. Exactly. Pam. So then that's how I've been using it. And that's also like the same with Pam, like folks that have therapists, then I say like, this is a good compliment to that because you're able to then tap on those particular memories to start collapsing them and get to the root of the beliefs and start really clearing some of those um, limiting beliefs. But it works really nicely together also. This episode is brought to you by Consent Parenting, my online platform for survivor parents to learn how to keep their kids safe from abuse. Did you know that children of survivor parents have a five times higher chance of being abused because survivor parents don't know or learn the tools needed to prevent abuse? They tend to overprotect instead of empower and prepare. You can change the statistics by becoming an educated parent. Get started by downloading my free guide, Seven Ways to Teach Your Kids About Body Safety, Boundaries, and Consent by going to aboutconsent.com forward slash guide. The link will be in the show notes to get your free copy today. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like I go to a chiropractor and an acupuncturist and they don't interfere with each other. They, like it just right. is actually more help to get me to the result that I want faster. 
Um, so what about you, Maria Elena? You have, um, you also have, uh, you know, your own trauma that you have used EFT to help you with. Can you share about, you, you know, that path that you've been on and how it's helped? And if you're comfortable sharing about your story, um, that would be also helpful, I think, for the audience to realize that this can work for anyone, whether it's, you know, trauma that happened in childhood or adulthood. Um, so please share, you know, how that has helped you. Yeah, for sure. So after I began tapping and was introduced to it, I started using it for a lot of triggers. And I remember at my um, job at the time, there was a coworker that was just triggering the F out of me. I'm like, why is this person just like, it, she just triggers me so much. And she's a lawyer. And I realized that she was, you know, because she's a lawyer, there was always this stance of like wanting, almost feeling like I'm at, at trial and having to like defend my ideas and having to like make sure that I had everything lined up. And I realized that she reminded me of my abusive ex-partner um, because that's the same way I would feel with him. And I remember even saying to him, I feel like I'm always on trial with you. Like I have mm. to build up my case. Like I have to do so. You know, a lot of that relationship that was toxic and abusive was like me having to come to terms with the fact that it was abusive because it was a lot of um, emotional abuse. Um, and for me also being like, well, I'm a social worker. I have a, you know, a master's degree. I'm educated. How could I have fallen into this, you know, or whatever. And so me actually coming to terms with the internal shame that I, that I was carrying around that story. And so I went to a practitioner and like, Pam, you know, like we go to our own people, you, you know, tapping on traumas is not something you should do on your own. Um, I always tell the folks that I work with, if you're tapping, you know, there's like the red, yellow, green light. There are some things that are safe to tap on some things that are like, hmm, they might be a little complicated, but you could, you know, tap on them. And if you get stuck, work with a practitioner. And then there are things that you should not be tapping on by yourself and you should go to a practitioner for. And those are obviously traumas and, and, you know, traumas that things that we perceive to be traumatic because trauma is really what, you know, you perceive to be as well. There are, are certain things that you perceive to be dangerous um, that another person might have been like, what are you talking about? Right. Mm -hmm. So those things that fall into those areas, like tap with someone else. And it, there's a reason why it's called emotional freedom techniques. It's plural because as Pam said, there's a bunch of other techniques beyond what you see on YouTube or on Instagram that, you know, we teach and we share. There's additional tools that are really specifically for dealing with trauma and being as gentle as possible while doing that. So I went to a practitioner and I went to some really deep, you know, memories that I was like, oh, I thought I had, you know, worked on this. But when I tapped on it and we used some of the techniques that um, where we really like got into the memory and really like went detail by detail and tapped on everything that came up around it. It was so powerful and it led me actually to another moment of childhood where similarly, I, I lived for a long time with this feeling of like, oh, it wasn't sexual abuse because he didn't do X to me or it wasn't sexual abuse because of that. But 
I always knew there was something wrong with this person's interactions with me where he waited until my mom like left us alone with like me and my brother alone with him to go to like the bodega real quick or whatever Mm. to like hug me from behind to do things that were inappropriate to you know always comment on how I looked um but there was a particular memory I had where he walked in while I was taking a bath and that always stood out for me because I knew that it wasn't an accident Mm -hmm. um and I that moment you know working on the moment with my ex led me to that moment and we went there and so we went there in another session because it was a lot right so like we had to like contain that session and make sure that I was in a safe space to like bring everything down bring all the charge down around that first memory and then we went there for um at another session and it was so powerful because one of the things that tapping does is also it helps you reframe what happened Mm -hmm. um at times because sometimes when you tap on things you actually have a shift around what happened and for me the shift around that event was and all those things that happened was like wow my intuition was so strong like I Mm -hmm. always knew from childhood like certain things were just not right certain things you know like I knew in that moment like the way I responded and acted in that moment I was like protecting myself and I actually felt proud of myself and being like, wow, little Marielena was really like, you know, so in touch with her, with her intuition and knew that there was something wrong and, and was really taking active steps to protect herself during the situation that no one else knew about. Right. And mm. so it helped me reframe it in those ways. And it made me actually just feel a little more empoderada um, and not, and reframe my, my story around around that incident around the incident with my ex as well and i think that's been one of the things that i feel like has been the true the the deepest gifts for me has been around tapping connecting me back to my intuition like really connecting me to my ancestors because when i started tapping i started clearing my channel and like things started flowing again you know, to me, because as a child, I was very intuitive. I, you know, I, I had seeing abilities and all these different things. And, you know, life gets in the way, a lot of things get in the way. And that just kind of like I blocked it. And that was blocked. And tapping started opening me up to all of that again. So for me, tapping not only has been a way to connect to my body, but it's been a way to connect to my intuition, to spirit, to my ancestors. So it truly has been a huge gift. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that was a lot to unpack between what you and Pam both said. So I'm going to do my best to kind of uh, encapsulate it because I want to make sure that anyone who's listening is taking away like some key points here that I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm obviously here promoting it because I've seen, you know, I've, I've witnessed and experienced firsthand the power, but like listening to your experiences, like I, I haven't even gotten there, but I'm like excited now because I think there's so much that um, this this tool, which I feel like it's a tool, you know, can help people like reclaim. And, you know, so what I'm what I was hearing from both you and Pam is that this really helped you to feel um, like you had a safe way to access the trauma, to be able to release it or work through it. Um, and not feel like you were reliving it. I think that's where, you know, just to kind of sidetrack a little bit, I think this is where a lot of um, survivors 
get stuck and are fearful of therapy is like, I don't want to open up this can of worms and then relive all of these things that I've actually been trying to like block or ignore or put away. And now you're asking me to like confront them and it can seem really scary, but if you have a tool that is going to help you do it in a safe way and that you can actually take home, it's like, you know, you, you made the point of certain things should be done with, you know, a trained professional, right. Who can like guide you through it. But I know that, you know, with my, with the person who helped me learn about this, they said, you know, here's some ways that you can practice this on your own. And then when, you know, we do it together, we'll dive into some of these areas. And so I felt like I had that safe space to practice with her and be able to, you know, deal with those deeper issues. And then when I could be home and I had, you know, those moments where things came up or I felt anxious or had a panic attack or some kind of trigger, I could still utilize some of those tools to at the very least just regulate, right? And so it seems like, you know, from what both of you are saying that there's different ways to use EFTs and not just think like, okay, I, I just learned this tapping method and then I'm good to go. Like there's actually different ways that we can use it and different ways that it can be practiced. Is that right? Yeah. Super fun. I want to piggyback on something that Marilena so beautifully said that got me so excited. May I? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I, I see things in pictures. And so <laughs> when she talked about that, how tapping allowed her to reconnect back to her ancestors and the gifts that we are born with. The way that I kind of like saw it in my head as she was talking was like tapping allows you to clean up house. And so similar things happened with me where like my clairvoyant abilities were blocked because I didn't want to see things that were hurtful because Mm. of my trauma. And so when you tap those things out and you're able to to face them, then it's almost like you're also saying yes to your gifts. You're also saying yes to to your your inner wisdom. You're also like connecting to the body, like Marilena said. And so it is not only a practice and a tool, it is a tool to to help you dismantle and 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 heal the trauma, but also to reclaim, like you said, mm. all of the things that you are meant, your divine gifts that you're meant to, to, to live with. I love that. Yes. And I mean, I, I am all for reclamation of our power and like finding ways for us to tap into that. And, you know, both of you are sharing that that was, that's been an experience. And to be quite honest, I, I've been practicing meditation for, I think, uh, going on six years now. And initially it was like, I'm just practicing this because I can't focus. And I just need to like find a way to, again, regulate my nervous system. Cause I, I experience a lot of anxiety. So meditation just seemed like I'm, I'm doing this for a very pragmatic reason. And I, for a long time had moved away from my own spirituality. Um, I moved away from religion when I was about 18 or 19 and because I had religious trauma. So that was predominantly the reason. And then I was like equating religion and spirituality as the same thing. So for a really long time, I had no kind of connection with myself in that way and using meditation. And then also EFT, like just that combination 
for me particularly has been so eye-opening and so um, like, I almost want to say third eye-opening because it was like mm -hmm. this um, guide to my inner power, to my inner wisdom and this connection that I've never felt so powerfully before of connecting with source. And, you know, that is, is where I felt like I really grounded myself in my power and realized like it, it was never taken away. It was just hidden under all of these layers of trauma and being able to release that little by little using these two modalities of meditation and, and EFTs like just has been so powerful. So I love that you both brought that up because yes, I like completely second all of that and um, never really even realized that that was part of it. Like to me, it was just always been meditation and I, and I haven't been as consistent with it as I'd like, but you know, just knowing that there's these different ways, right. Has been just amazing. And I didn't realize that that was, you know, that that could be part of what has helped me connect so powerfully with my own spirituality. So thank you for both highlighting that. Cause that is important. So how can people connect with you to learn more about this? Because I think we've given people enough of a uh, reason, right? And an argument to say, this is amazing. You have to try it. And at the very least, just give it a try. Like, I just want, you know, I know that if you, if you look at it, you may feel the same way as me, where it's like, this is, this looks kind of weird. How does it really work? But I want to challenge everyone here who has any kind of, you know, uh, stress that they're living with, you know, like Maria Elena was saying in the beginning, like if you're just stressed upon stressed, and I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic still. So I can't imagine anyone listening to this being like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure that somebody listening is, is probably feeling the effects of the stress and compounded by unhealed or unresolved trauma, um, that this can be really a, a huge, powerful tool to help you step into a healing journey with more confidence and tools to help you. So for those listening who are interested in checking this out and giving this a try, how can people connect with you to work with you? What do you offer? Tell me all the things. So I'm on Instagram at Perez, and I share a lot of fun ways, different ways to incorporate tapping into your daily routine, because I do want to make tapping accessible to folks, because I think one of the things that I always get is that, am I doing this right? Am I saying the right thing? So I'm like, you know what, you could tap and use it in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be what you see. And I think my EFT mentors will probably like, give me the side eye for saying that. But I truly think that you have to make something your own and make it work for you. And so I try to offer different ways to do that. But if you want to go deeper, right, there is working with a practitioner. And so I do do individual sessions um, as well. You can find information there on my website, which is www.mariaelena.co. Um, so I do take on clients and I have regular tapping circles and different um tapping videos to tap along with because sometimes that's also easier for folks is to tap along to an already existing video because they do feel more confident doing that. So I just try to offer different ways for folks to get introduced to, you know, incorporate tapping. And then if you want to go deeper, you could work one-on-one -on -one with me as well. 
Awesome. So before we continue though, what, what is a tapping circle? Oh, the tapping circle is literally getting together as a group, as a collective. And I like to really post it as a form of community care where we are tapping together on what we want to release. It is more gentle tapping. We're not going deep into um, things. So we're just kind of staying more on the surface, reducing some of the charge, reducing some of the everyday stress that we're feeling and leaving lighter at the end of the circle. So it's literally a group of people coming together over Zoom and tapping together, doing some group tapping um, together and being led by me to do that. Mm, awesome. Okay, thank you for that. And I will, of course, be adding the links to that in the show notes. So for anyone listening that wants to check that out, please head over to the website um, or the show notes and you'll be able to get those links. Okay, Pam, what about you? And I will preface by saying I did your 30-day challenge. It was amazing. Um, So please share about what you're doing, how people can connect with your work. Yeah. So the 30-day challenge, one of the things that I often get asked to work on is money. Because I work, I'm a business coach, so I work a lot with women-owned business owners and everyone's like, I'm not making enough money. I don't know how to bring in money and all the things. And so I was like, you know what, let's do a 30-day tap-in challenge where all we do is tap about our money blocks and oh, it's, it's one of my favorite things to tap about, actually. <laughs> it's money blocks because they're many times deeply rooted in other things that we have no idea. And so I'm curious to hear your experience more. more maybe we can talk offline about it. <laughs> so I have the, the tapping challenge. It's tappingchallengewithpam.com. Right now it's not open, but I'm looking to reopen it again in May. So if you go to tappingchallengewithpam.com, you can sign up for the updates and as soon as it opens up then I will let you know what I'm looking to do with the tapping challenge is that anyone can join it at any time and start their own tapping challenge journey and Mm -hmm. with the tapping circles that Marilena mentioned those are so awesome because it allows people to it's a great way to start for those skeptics look for like sign up for Marilena's tapping circles and try them out because that's a great way to see other people do it, to feel the weirdness with others, if that's, you know, where you are, those are great. And um, so for me, you can find me the Tapping Challenge Instagram. I am on Instagram, Kobiuk, C-O-B-I-U-X, or Cafe Compound Podcast. It's the easiest one to find. And then from there, you can find the other ones. And my website is, uh, the easiest website is cafecompound.com. Okay, perfect. You got all the channels. Um, (laughs) I love it. So yeah, I think that there are, yeah, exactly. I love that you brought up the fact that it is, um, you know, specifically for that money block. I think there's so many of us that have experienced even financial trauma in a sense. I mean, I think for anyone who is new to my podcast and you may be hearing hear me talk about trauma quite often. I mean, I think one of you had mentioned at the beginning, like trauma can be experienced so differently by everyone. And there is, you know, there's so many different kinds of traumas that we experience in our lives that that go unhealed. And being able to, you know, take that time, that self-care to really focus on healing those things 
a lot of times we don't even know what they are until they surface and we realize like, oh, this is why I was feeling this way or behaving this way or self-sabotaging, right? That was one of the reasons I actually went to a, hypno a hypnotherapist was because I kept self-sabotaging and I was like, I have everything going for me, but yet I find ways to like get in my own way. And so a lot yeah. of times these things can um, come up through, through this kind of um, modality of tapping. And it's amazing what you uncover and actually manage to heal. So um, yeah, I love that. And just as a side note too, for those who are thinking about, you know, the tapping circles, I think that's really a, a great way to feel like you're in a safe space to do it. Like you were saying, like doing it with other people who are doing it and realizing like, all right, we're all doing this together. So just dive into it and experience that safe space and container to do it guided, but also with others, um, I think is really powerful. And then for those who are like extreme introverts and don't, you know, like don't feel comfortable yet, even in that, I think that's where like those self-guided challenges could be really powerful too. So there's, you know, different ways to step into this, but I just want to encourage everyone to try one version of this in some way, shape or form, because I think even just on that first try, you'll see such a powerful experience happen and it will hopefully inspire you to continue doing that work because it can really be so powerful. So ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Is there anything that you would love to leave the audience with as advice or wisdom, knowledge, anything that you think you know, you want to share with the audience um, who I know is going to love your work. And uh, I hope that they step into this. What would you like to share? I'll start with you, Pam. What What's coming to me is you're worth healing. And sometimes when we step into it, it's it's painful because healing is not pretty. You know, it's, it's something that I like to also talk about a lot is look, it's going to hurt, but it's going to hurt you more to stay in there. And so you don't have to do it super hard or super fast also. So what I, my final thoughts would be you're worth healing and also remember to be compassionate and give yourself grace through that process. I love that message. Thank you. Maria yeah. Elena? I diddle everything that Pam just said. <laughs> and I also, I also will add that you know, try different things, try different modalities. I know we're EFT enthusiasts here, but it may not work for you. And I always tell that to folks. There have been folks with that tap tap with me that it just, it doesn't vibe, it doesn't gel for them. And that's fine. And I think like you mentioned, Ophelia, like there is that magical kind of formulation or code you need to crack around what are the different things that work for you. So mm -hmm. don't give up if something doesn't feel right for you. There's probably another tool, another modality um, that you could try and just stay curious. Um, and so that's my my words, because I know it can be defeating to try something that someone else has said, like, oh, this is so great. And it's been so great for me. And then you're like, oh, it didn't do anything for me. And that's fine. It may not work for you. And that's also fine. So I also want to say that to folks, um, because I know I get really excited about it. And I'm also like, I also get it. You're not excited about it. Right. It doesn't work for you. So I also want to say that. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And thank you for adding that because, uh, yeah, we certainly don't want to feel like we tried it and failed. It's just that maybe it wasn't right now, even, you know, maybe it's just in this moment, but you know, for me, that's the case. Like I, I had people telling me about it and it, I was like kind of curious, but it just didn't feel like the right time. And then when it did click, it really clicked. So, you know, it could be that it's not the right time or it's just not your thing and that's okay too. So thank you for adding that. Well, ladies, this has been amazing and such a pleasure. I'm so glad we made it happen. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Um, I really enjoyed it. And listeners, if you enjoyed this, let us know what your takeaways were. Please screenshot this and tag us on Instagram in your stories and let us know what were your biggest takeaways and what are you going to take action on? What are you going to try? Are you going to give it a try? Are you going to do a tapping circle or a challenge? Um, you know, are you going to talk to your therapist about it? And are you willing to give it a try? We would love to know. So make sure that you do tag us on that um, so we can, you know, celebrate you. So ladies, thank you so much for being here with us today. I am uh, so thankful and honored um, to share space with you today. So we will all see you in the next episode. Thank you to the audience that's listening. Tune in next time. Adios. Don't miss the next episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And I would be so grateful if you took one minute to post a five-star rating and reviews on iTunes so that others can also find this information. I will be shouting you out and thanking you on the next episode. If you found this useful, be sure to share it with others as well. Let's continue to create consent culture, one conversation at a time. Stay empowered.